I'm back in Derby for the final few days of my UK property tour, and today I've got three meetings lined up, two in person and one on WhatsApp. It feels like a month has gone by since I first arrived in the city just nine days ago, and then headed up to Lancashire for a few days before returning to Derby late yesterday afternoon. I've managed to get a lot done in the last week, particularly with regard to our two serviced accommodation properties. But the main reason for coming to the UK was to find, or at least go a long way towards finding, a property to develop into a six-bed all-en-suite HMO in Derby. I've got just over three days left. You're listening to Expat Property Story, a podcast in which I share my story to smooth the way for you to have your own. Day 10. My first meeting on a fairly warm Monday morning in February is with a company that I discovered via Spare Room when I first started to research the city. I used the filters on Spare Room to build up an Excel database of HMO rooms that were achieving the highest rates. I excluded everything except rooms with en-suites and bills included, with columns for location, rents, managing agents, amenities, the dates the adverts were listed, how long the adverts had been up for, and anything else I thought was worth keeping a record of. This gave me a picture of what could be achieved. One thing worth noting, however, is that sometimes agents will put a property on for a higher price than they're likely to achieve, just to see if they can get a couple of rooms let at a higher rate. While I was still in Hong Kong, I got in touch with, and had conversations with, all the agents achieving the highest rents. Ideally, I would have liked to have met them all while I was in the UK, but there wasn't time so I just stuck to the ones who impressed me the most, and that's what brings me into the centre of Derby this bright Monday morning. This particular company originally started up as just a couple who bought a wreck for just over 30k in 2015, refurbished it and sold it on for over 75k. Fast forward to today, and their operation has expanded to a group of companies that offer sourcing, construction, project management and lettings. Their latest purchase is a prime piece of land in the centre of Derby, which they're developing into a three-storey student block of more than 40 studios and a GDV of more than £4 million. My contact at the company joined the firm later, and he's a fully qualified QS or quantity surveyor. My meeting is with him and his colleague, who runs the lettings arm of the business. The original plan was to go to their offices, but they have so many meetings lined up that day that instead we meet in the old post office, which has been converted into shared office spaces called Cubo, which is just down the road from their headquarters. The meeting goes well, but as I suspected even before meeting them, they're out of my budget in terms of project management. They do have expat clients, but in my experience, there are at least two kinds of expat investors those who earn so much money that they don't really even have to look at how much they're spending, and then there's people like us who do. I asked them how much it would cost per room to develop an HMO, and although their figure includes project management, it's still way too much for me, which is a pity, as they're not too salesy, they're decent people, and as I subsequently find out when one of them, Alex, takes me to see one of their current projects, they're ultra-professional. The project I see is a commercial conversion, They will be taking the commercial space on the ground floor for their offices and turning the upstairs into eight big HMO studios. Their studios, which include kitchenettes, are around 20 square metres and they expect to get around £1,000 per studio. I ask if they start with a high asking price and they say that they try and market them so that the rent's not too high to put people off coming in and then emphasise the high quality finishes to seal the deal. 
Alex then takes me to see one of their completed HMO rooms, which is on the same street, but in a residential building. He says they're currently talking to a company who make bespoke beds with wraparound headboards incorporating a small bedside table and a lamp. Next, we look at a bathroom, and their years of experience has led them to designing everything with maintenance in mind, which not only keeps costs down, but also encourages valuers to head towards the top of their range rather than the middle or lower end. With that in mind, they use tiling and are looking to source some kind of all-in-one sink and vanity set. I thank Alex for his time and generosity of spirit. As I mentioned at the start of this mini-season, further down the line we may look at commercial to HMO conversions, which is kind of what they specialise in. So we resolve to look at working together in the future. I have a WhatsApp call with another potential project manager, so I go back to my Airbnb in California and then head out to meet another potential partner, this time an HMO managing agent. We meet at one of the properties he manages, and there's a vacant room which he's able to show me. It's one of the nicest HMOs I've seen, although to be fair, as you know, I've been a very remote investor, trapped in Hong Kong during COVID, so I haven't seen that many. The choice of black for what are traditionally called white goods, so the fridges and washing machines, etc., is very striking. We're in an area of Derby where the houses are bigger, and this house has retained some of the original features, which add to its charm. The agent then takes me to another property nearby, which is just as well designed, although I have to say, not really to my taste. I like this agent. I've already had a good Zoom call with him while I was in Hong Kong, and he's given me a couple of maps of areas where he believes demand is high. He's also put me in touch with a saucer, who I'm planning to meet before I head back to Hong Kong. We talk a little bit about rents and how long it takes to shift rooms, and all in all, I'm happy to work with him once we find a house to convert. In the meantime, I've been offered a deal by a saucer. I run the numbers through my deal analyzer, but it doesn't quite hit the criteria I've settled on to make it worthwhile and it's a little lacking in all the details I need to qualify it. So, I ask a couple of questions via WhatsApp. As it happens, I'm meeting this saucer tomorrow, so join me for that to find out what happens next. Now, it would really help if you could leave us a review, which you can do either by visiting our website, expatpropertystory.com, or by following the link in the show notes. And finally, to help grow our community of expat property investors, share the show to spread the word. You've been listening to Expat Property Story.